Welcome back to Welcome back to 901 Voices and Votes Podcast brought to you by 118 Media. This is Kelly D. I'm Brother Jet. And I'm Pearl Walker. 901 Voices and Votes Podcast where we're talking about everything community, politics, news, and your voice and votes and why it matters. All right, welcome back to 901 Voices and Votes Podcast, brought to you by 118 Media LLC. I'm Kelly D. I'm Brother Jack. And I'm Pearl Walker. And you know what we're talking about today? The Week in Review. Man, I tell you what, if you live anywhere near um, the Shelby County area uh, or Memphis, Tennessee area, or in the state of Tennessee, um, there has been uh, a lot going on. An extra whole lot. A whole lot. We got petitions being pulled for mayor. Uh, we got the Michelle McCussick's mistake, the Edmund Ford Jr. FBI raid, the Harrington Holiday Inn party. Excuse me. Hold on. Let me back up a second. Let me give some respect on his name. Dr. Willie Harrington and the Holiday Inn party. The Glen Review of the Memphis Police uh, Department Community Meeting. Um, talking about holy, you, you, we're going back to some 1940 stuff. We're going to have detention centers uh, for the youth, for the children. And, and correction there, I, I did a typo. It's the Greenlaw Community Center. Oh, my yeah. sorry, Greenlaw. And Green. Michelle McKissick, mm-hmm. mayoral candidate Michelle McKissick. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Come okay. on, y'all. Let's Gaffle. get into it. I think I'm going to jump in with y'all today. Oh, man. Now, P. Diddy, I mean, uh, Michelle, I mean, uh, <laughs> now the uh, producer want to jump in. Ain't yeah, no problem, though. Y'all got jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I like to get in on like a really, like, I like to get in on a great conversation. So mm-hmm. let's talk about this weekend review. What are we going to start with? Let's start let's with Pearl. Let's start with. With Pearl? Well. What are we going to start with Pearl? Pearl be sensitive. You can't really talk to Pearl like that. I'm sorry. Pearl will fight you. <laughs> Or get, or get Bobby Brown to come she over came, here. Oh, you'd be amazing as to what I could do with a size zero fist. <laughs> size zero fist. <laughs> came ready to fight today too with them gym shoes she was, she was lacing up earlier. She <laughs> right. did. She, yeah. she and they cute too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting ready for the campaign trail. That's what it is. Come on. Okay. And speaking of the campaign trail, let's talk about the petition pool for City of Memphis elected officials. Um, the race that will be October 5th and who all has pulled petitions. Lord have mercy. So we know. Can we just say who didn't pull a petition? You know, right. <laughs> like I was actually expecting to see Kelly. I was expecting to see your name. Me too. I still got time. Me you, three. You, you, you still have time. Yeah. Since they said, hey, anybody can run, can, can run and then for like, mayor. Like, uh, you know, someone said earlier, G.A. Uh, uh, Representative Hardaway said earlier, uh, we'll fix it in the next set. Right. So, so I, better, I better get it while I can. Yeah, while you can, because yeah. we know you ain't coming out of the suburbs. <laughs> right. We know. I'm trying to get farther out. <laughs> and we're going to title this segment, Road to 
petitions. <laughs> Road to petitions. Road to That's a play on partition. Right. Partition means eternal punishment. Right. Well, at the rate that we're going, we almost feel that way. Exactly. Right. So, you know, we know that you have from May 22nd, May 22nd was the official first day to officially pull your petitions and potential candidates have until July 20th of 2023 to pull a petition, get it signed and get their names in. So everybody's name that is on this list, we don't know if they will stay in the race. It will be more people that will pull petitions. Um, So this is not a final list. This is a list just as of, a few days ago, I think as of Tuesday, the day after Tuesday or Wednesday, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So you guys, let's talk about who's pulled petitions for the mayoral race first. Mayor. And we've had a okay. lot of these people on. Mm-hmm. And we encourage any um, person who's running for elected office to come on the show. Some of them have declined to speak to the public, Some but we're gonna call no names because they still have a chance to contact oh, right, us right, and get right. in on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but just know, just know, we will be calling names. We're gonna be calling you out sooner or later. Yes, sir. Because okay. now you can go on other talk shows and pay people to talk nasty to you. Right. Then you can come on here. Right. It's cool when they do it. It's cool when they do it. That's a problem. When we do it. <laughs> we do it. All right. So we've got Karen Camper. This is for the mayoral race. We've got Karen Camper. We've got James W. Gibson. We have James M. Harvey, Willie W. Harrington, Michelle McKissick, Brandon A. Price, and Justina Raglan. Raglan. All right, y'all. Thoughts? Anybody? Have hmm. we shared any thoughts? About the people pulling them, 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 them things? Well, with... um. Dr. Harrington, he's the first to pull a petition who had questionable residency. Um, and we had First of all, you questioning Doc? We had the ruling. Dr. Willie Harrington? Can we put some respect on his name, please? That these candidates who had the questionable residency are now allowed to run. So I guess we'll... Stay tuned and and follow this. And he looks like he's the only one of those that had the questionable to pull a petition. Mm-hmm. Well, so yeah, they mm-hmm. they yeah. question it, but you know, it's always been. Uh, and he says on his mm-hmm. platform that he has never had a residency issue. Yeah. Um, because he's always maintained a residence in South Memphis. And, and if you notice, his his name, especially at this table, has come up the least because. I never thought his residency was going to be an issue, even even if he lives in Collierville, because he's always, he has always, I know where his house is in South Memphis, whether he lives there half-time, part-time, or what, it you cannot prove, he lives there enough that you can't prove he doesn't, it's, leave it alone, it, it's good. I mean, it, it, yeah. it is what it is. It is what it is, yeah. You know? so, you, um, so you have to do some serious hating to prove he does not live there full time. Right. And, and it's a mute point, at the, you know, mute, now. Right, it's a it's mute, mute point. point. Yeah. So, it, you know, these residency issues, I mean, we feel the way that we feel about it. I personally feel that you needed to have a residency requirement to to run for a mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't, that would almost open it up for anyone, but... 
you know, like you said, Representative G.A. Hardaway talked about that. Go back and listen to the previous episode if you want to hear what he had to say about the potential change that can come up um, on this potential. Um, they may it may be added to the ballot this October. But of course, that doesn't affect this mayoral election. So we got to push through. So we know we've seen a lot of people who have declared they haven't necessarily pulled petition. People have been opening headquarters, people are out campaigning. Um, so we're just going to see how this works out. So how many city council seats are we going to have open this year? It's going to be a few of them. Um, how many so, people pulled those petitions yet? Because that's a thing. That is a thing. Um, we we have four people rolling off: Martavis Jones, Patrice Robinson, Frank Colvett, and Worth Morgan. But oh, okay, all of them. Are, so that's District Five, Nine. What is it? Nine two. Is Colvett nine two? Covet is two. Yeah, Covet is Morgan two. is five. Morgan is Martavia is eight. Two Patrice is three, three. and then um, so eight, a two representative, a two representative, Cheyenne Johnson. She is not running for re-election for that seat. Okay, so we have. So who's running in her place? I'm interested in that. We're gonna. And what is what district is that? Eight three. Eight three. So eight three right now. Who we got out there? We have a few people. Uh, we have uh, Clemens, Gavin yeah. Clemens, Yolanda Cooper, Brian Harris. Yes. <coughs> oh, Yolanda Cooper pulled a petition for eight two. She pulled one for eight three. Eight three. Because mm-hmm. she's been running for, she's ran for three the last two times. That's that's the daughter of late state representative Barbara Cooper. Barbara Cooper. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. So we'll see. But as I'm looking at this petition, you guys, Mm -hmm. I see a familiar name. Who is it? Bring it. I see in District 3. Better not be Pearl Walker. I see Pearl Walker running for City Council District 3, our own Pearl Walker. We're going to give a hand. Clap. Thank you. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, you know, we're fair across the board around here, but congratulations. So Pearl, we're gonna have to interview you and today won't be we won't do it today. But I'm very We're interviewing Pearl Walker. We're gonna have to interview Pearl Walker. We're gonna give her the same chance that we give every other potential candidate that comes on the show. I wanna interview Thank you. I appreciate that. That would be fun. You and, gonna, we'll you be, and we'll be looking forward, and I'm ready for any and all questions. I want to host a debate for that seat. Yeah, for just that seat or just all the seats? Seat, just that seat. Yeah, because I do see debate. that so far in District 3, we've had a few people pull petitions. We've had Ricky Dixon, uh, James Kirkwood, Kiwanis McNary, Tawana Murphy, and Pearl Walker. Tawana Murphy? Yeah. Tawana Murphy has pulled a petition. The radio host person? Yeah, Tawana Murphy, that one. So, yeah. So, that's who we've had in District 3. So, we're just going to get everybody to run for office? It's a lot of people running. And District 2, we have uh, Keith Burks, Will Frazier, Rodinell Ray Ransom, Timothy Ware, and Marvin White for District 2, who's pulled pulled petitions. Uh, District 1, Michael R. Williams has pulled a petition thus far. District 5, 
Megan Keel. Is is that her last name? Is it Keel? Because it says Wasburger. Yeah. Megan Keel for District 5. District 6. Uh, Clemens, Edmund Ford Sr., Daniel uh, Danielle Huggins, and Larry Hunter. That's for City Council District 6. District 7, Edward Douglas. And we talked about the super districts. Yeah. So that's who we've got so far, you guys. So back to Megan Keel, I want to say that the Megan Keel name is the name that she is campaigning under and that is what we'll see on the ballot. And that other name is probably her full legal oh, okay. name, possibly. Well, well, it it, well, says, it says on the ballot name, Megan Wasberg Kill mm-hmm. has all three on Right, you just can't be fooling okay, people Okay, well, I have it in reverse. Okay. But it happened last year with um, the juvenile court clerk's race. Um, what's the lady name? The daughter. Gibson. Was it? Um, oh, I thought there was an issue with... Um, um, What's her name? Uh, the she radio, was on TV. The radio, and she ran for her mother. Janice, yeah, Janice, Janice, Janice um, Janine Gordon. Janine yeah. Gordon. Yeah, Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. She had that issue last year in some respect or another. I yeah, she, right it now. was challenged, but um, they no action was taken. But yeah, she used fully love on the on the ballot and mm. and on her signs, but fully love was not her legal name. Right. That's, see, see, that's what I'm saying. The, yeah, the person the deception. That, Right. See, this is see, this is why we have a problem with politics in this country. Not just locally. We just we start out lying mm-hmm. to ride off the name of others. We, we we can't even get our we can't even just run and tell the truth about our politics. Why you want to be this city council person, you know? And then do what you say you're gonna do. Go to these positions and these these elected positions, and be about the people. Right. Do the people's business. That's what this thing was all really started about. Doing the business of the people that we elect you sent sent you there to do. Um, you know, you got all these people pulling these positions, right? They're pulling these petitions for these jobs. Um, now half these folks I don't know, but they ain't even out here working in your community right now. They sitting in a home doing whatever and then, ooh, you know what? I wanna do I wanna go out here and I wanna go out here and get paid and and I'm gonna act like I'm gonna do something and I'm gonna keep on getting paid. And you spend all this money, you know, Cause to you, get a job. Because if you were doing something, you would know them. Right. You would you wouldn't have to fake a name. I'm not talking about Janine or anybody, but you wouldn't have to use a name. I remember I almost hate to bring it up, but I'm no, going to be real here. Uh, I remember when the Joseph Ford, Joe Ford Canali guy came on the scene, and he was strictly using initially just Joe Ford, right, on the ballot. And then I think he added that for – I mean, not associated with the Ford family whatsoever, and got elected too. I don't know if that was the whole reason, but I guarantee you that was the intention. Well, <laughs> think know? about it. That was a Eddie Murphy movie a long time ago back in the day. Distinguished Gentleman. Distinguished yeah. Gentleman. Mm-hmm. He did not – he ran on a name that was 
name recognition, Mm -hmm. never put his face on the poster. Mm -hmm. And then when he got elected, it was like, oh, my God, who is this person? You know what I'm saying? So and and I think if 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 if, and I'm not talking about the name that I just mentioned, if but if that's the case with somebody and you know, it's the case, um, I I just couldn't vote for you because that's starting off in an unethical, disingenuous manner. Right. You, You starting the game off and you starting it off on the backs of. Poor people who may not, who may be not poorly have, educated, and, and who don't have access to the information either, because we all know now most of the information is locked behind paywalls. Right? That's another problem we're gonna have to get to down the road as well. When you want people to be informed voters, uh, knowledgeable voters, you know, if you're locking all the news and information behind paywalls, and of course they got to make a living, they got to sustain a living, to pay journalism and things like that too. So then that becomes a whole problem of being in a poor city, a low economic city, low informative voters, and then people right. take it, and then you're a candidate who's going to take advantage of that rather than help it, right? You're going to use the system, get elected, and then not fight for that cause too. Right. That's a problem. That that's is a, a problem. problem. I just couldn't vote for that person. That's that's a crook to me. Well, well that's just like this like low voter information is mm-hmm. horrible. It is. In our community. And I think most candidates use that. Rather they do. than fix it. And they it, use it. <laughs> so when so when we originally created the show guys and we were talking about it, you know, one of the purposes was that we knew that the election was going to be coming up in 2023 and we wanted to be able to use this as a platform to involve and to unbiasedly inform people about the candidates that's why we're always inviting the candidates on to talk about what their platforms are and you know memphis historically has a very low voter turnout um the country has a low turnout it does it honestly does you know for us to have a population of over six hundred and fifty thousand voters here in the city of memphis and registered voters registered voters and then the last election I want to say the numbers were like under 90,000 people voted. Look at what that demographic looks like. People need to be more informed about the candidates and more people need to participate in the electoral process. You know, the funny, I'm, I'm glad you said that. It's funny, right? On any given night, you can get 20,000 people in the FedEx form, especially during the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? And they don't get to participate in nothing. You pay to watch, right? Mm-hmm. But you get a free thing that which determines, you have a free event that determines how your tax dollars get spent, how your roads get done, how your life is affected by taxes every day. But you won't participate in it. Here's the funny thing. That and that's not said. what they're hearing. Go ahead. You... You say that's a free event, but that's the event that you pay for more what? than you do to see that you are paying your taxes. Your be all of those things go towards government. You need to have a voice in that. And I hate to hear people say it doesn't matter. It absolutely matters. It matters because 100%. whether you vote or not, they're making decisions that affect that will your affect life. You. Absolutely. That's like not filling out the census. That's the misinformational part. You have an opportunity to participate in this thing, but you don't. It's it's, it's mind-boggling to me. Why? Because everything, the election affects everything. When you don't participate in the census, 
It's the same way because that's money. If you shake your responsibility about the census, well, that's money to get diverted from your community. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? By not participating in our government, well, you're hurting yourself. You're hurting your children. You're hurting your parents, your grandparents, because the census drives a lot of different things to money and education and how things get done in this country. It's beyond me why you do not participate. And then you have to be begged to do it. And but it, you don't got to get begged to go to the grizzly game. Look, and the census not, workers knock on your door at 9 o'clock at night. And we're going to have to do a show on the census because I yep. just really don't think people understand a lot of what the census process is and how that money gets funneled into mm -hmm. the community. But back to our candidates... And we are just as unbiased and 100% here. Let's move on to a mayoral candidate. Who Even with had, Pearl, we're unbiased. We are unbiased with Pearl. Pearl going to get these hard-hitting questions. You're going to get these hands uh, too, look, Pearl. Yeah. You Pearl, you're going to catch this work. Yeah, you throwing <laughs> your hands up now. <laughs> with that hot seat over there on you. So we're, these I'll are, be ready. These bring are, them gym shoes again. That day. Yep. <laughs> and Vaseline. Our, these are our questions and opinions. So... Uh, mayoral candidate and uh, Shelby County School Board President Michelle McKissick Whoa. had a little fupa. Refraggy this week. But it was a it was a mistake. Come on, Jed, tell us what the mistake was. Why you pick me? Just but come anyway, on, man. come on, Jet. Yeah, you know why? Well, you know <laughs> why? She sent the email out. She didn't mean to add the tagline at the bottom. You know, sometimes you write a long message. You no. used to write a tagline. Mm -hmm. Tell set up the story because everybody may not know what happened. Well, what happened is is mayor candidate. Or maybe I shouldn't even say it here. <laughs> no, mayor candidate Michelle McKissick. Um, she typed out an email to the uh, parents of the school system. She's she's the Superintendent. superintendent. I mean, she's the school board president. School board president. So she typed out a message. I think the message was geared toward the school stuff, right? And uh, about the um, mm -hmm. test scores, the recent TSCAP scores, and things like that. And she put that message out. And at the end of that, with all of her school board contact email lists and all of that information, she put at the end of there sincerely or something. Your male candidate Michelle McKissick, mm -hmm. which is a no no on school board dime and time and contacts and things like that. Uh, but she said when, when challenged on, she said it was a mistake. Um, she made a mistake, and that's a mistake. Kelly pointed out to me earlier how that, such a mistake could happen. I mean, it could, but I, I, I wasn't there, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the punishment is for that. I don't believe that. I don't know if there is a punishment. Uh, uh, and it is... And here's the thing: I like Michelle. I like Michelle. I like Michelle. Same I think here. she. I think she's. Mm -hmm. I think she's a very intelligent woman. Mm -hmm. um, we've interviewed her. I think she's a great candidate. Um, but you know, people make mistakes. They were like, "Oh my gosh, did I do that?" Mm -hmm. But at that point in time, it's too late. Did you see the voice she did it in? I mean, it's just like, "Oh, oh, did I do that?" Actually, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm hearing more. My bad. You know, it's like, you know, my bad. My bad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but it's because the reality has been put out it's there. Put out. So, how huge is the Shelby County Schools database? 
of parents. Yeah. With that advertisement. How much that would cost? With that free advertisement. <laughs> Yeah. And then you just get to say at the end of it, oh, I'm sorry. Is this the first time and, this ever happened? And there, there's the bad publicity from it may not be as big, may not weigh as heavy as the positive results of there you have it, you know. Um, and has some bad ha- publicity if you can't control the Has narrative. it ever happened in history? Right. I'm pretty sure, of course. Yes. I bet right. you. You know, right. but here's the thing. We're going to, she said it was a mistake. We have to accept that she says that it was a mistake. I have to. If I think she's a good candidate, I got to think she's an honest candidate. So she says a mistake. And I, let me just say this. I want y'all to give John Moran the same grace. I always have. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he does. He does. <laughs> always have. Yeah, give, give him that same grace. You should have probably told me that. Yeah. yeah, yeah y'all, that that's that. it, y'all. Yeah. Y'all give John Moran the same uh, grace. Because y'all, y'all give out grace like, you know. Was John Moran in the year end? No, he wasn't. I'm just saying. But anyway. But the thing about it is. We can get him there. (laughs) um, Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't really know exactly, you know, how they got to that point. You know, um, is is, is Michelle or is it Dr. Michelle? It's, I think it's just it's Michelle. from I mean, Brown. We're, we're giving out a lot of doctors degree yeah, so right. They've been giving them out left and right, but right. none of us have gotten one. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm like, good. are we not doing enough? In, what what we not doing that they ain't called and asked us to give us an honorary uh, doctor? I know that's right, Doctor Hayes. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor Walker. That even has a ring to it. Let <laughs> me go. But clearly, but, in their mind, we haven't done the work. But it's okay. And hold on. Or donated the money. Or do, really, that's it. We haven't donated the money. And well, that's no that. that's uh, no shade, but we're just saying they've been giving them out lately. I just can't understand. Real quick. I just can't understand how come when you give out a doctorate to someone who doesn't even have a bachelor's, how come you can't just get an honorary bachelor's degree first? <laughs> Work your way up to doctor like everybody <laughs> That's else. That's a good question. You just start, you they go right to the doctor, right? Like, like we understand. Get a doctor, uh, yeah. Get a bachelor, right? honorary bachelor, then honorary master. Then but, you get an honorary but doctor. But here's my question: with the honorary doctorate, like real talk, seriously, do you get to like put that on your yes. business card after yes. it? Doctor. Yes. So, okay. So. Anybody can get, does it have to come from an accredited a college? Like, does it have to come from, like, Harvard? No. Like, so, okay. Well, I once knew a man named Judge. Okay, so well, his I grew name. up in the community with him. Uh-huh. And I, I always, until I was an adult, I thought he was a judge. And I, I, and I was once was like, I can't believe he invested enough to stay in this community. Because it was a very, it was over where you were doing your walk at. Right. All my life, he was Judge. I forgot his name. I, I knew his last name. Right. I call it. But his name was Judge Blank. And I just, I thought he was a judge. I found out even he, in his high name school. was Judge. <laughs> yeah, okay. even in high school. But I found out later his name was Judge. I think so. 118 Media is going to like review that whole honorary. We're going to give out some honorary stuff. Yeah, we're going to get out. But since we are still talking about some of the candidates, and we're just talking about candidates who have made, you know, some news lately. So, uh, Doctor Harrington, Doctor Willie Harrington, Doctor Willie Harrington. I mean, the reason the reason why I'm stressing that we need to put some respect on that man's name. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna tell you why. I mean, because he has a real doctor. Because he has a real doctor. It's not honorary. It's not honorary, and he has done a lot for this community. Like him, love him, hate him, whatever. He has been a true product of what Memphis is. He graduated from the Morning on College, the magicians. Um, I mean, he came from the gutter down there. 
He came out the dirt. A lot of a lot of them have. Right. And, and if you if you are honest about the survey, not what people tell you now, right. but about the survey of the atmosphere, he was our last good superintendent. Right. He was our last. Think good about it. That's my whole. Yeah. That's my like, whole. Like real talk, yeah. he was and, and our last. Controversially, good I said to somebody, they just blew up. He'll never accept that. I, I didn't about what he accepted. Not. I'm like. Why don't he go back and do that if he wants oh, to go back and do he? it? Oh my God! Right? I would love Absolutely. to see him step back. Mm-hmm. I would love yeah, to see that. him go back and finish as that like job. The new right? superintendent. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, go back why, and finish well, that job. Like, why is his did, head not did, in that race? I did like John, uh, John uh, Cash though, Superintendent Cash. I did like Doctor Cash as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Well, I, I, Harrington I, would make an awesome. I like Carol Johnson. I like, I like Carol Johnson, but I'm saying what the what the. Populists would say the last era of good schooling think was. Think about it. That's like, fine, yeah. and, and that's the thing, you know. But I, I think we just have to address it with a little more, you know, respect yeah, on this I, land. I, definitely I, I have a few friends, and you know, a couple of them who are doctors, and they're always out of modesty because we're friends. Don't call me. Don't call me. I'm like, dude, I saw you. I see some of you guys still paying back those student loans. <laughs> I saw you up two o'clock in the morning with children and a wife putting in the work to get that degree. No, I'm gonna call you doctor, dog. Right. You, I you saw you that. work. Yeah, blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. You didn't you earn it. You day earned day. it to death. Well, <laughs> let me say this: if I get an honorary, y'all are gonna doctor Tony me all damn day. Oh, I mean, if I get an honorary, that's my name, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna walk. Look, I'm gonna walk around with that little sash around my neck and right. cap and everything. Be like, what's up, it's doc? gonna be what's up, doc? What's up, doc? Y'all gonna be like, yeah. oh, what? Yeah. I mean, I'm currently working on my doctorate now. Okay. Come on, Dr. G. Well, you're supposed to ask me how far have I gotten. How, it doesn't matter. About it doesn't six, matter. About sixth grade. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Okay. Hey, look, that's objective. Come on. Okay, so next. Come on. What else we got, KP? So, I mean, we're just talking about Dr. Harrington and all that, right? Uh, what happened at the Holiday Inn? From, okay, so, of course, I was not there. Um, Pearl, was you there? No, but he made his announcement. Pearl yeah. wasn't there? Yeah, it was, what he, it was his kickoff party. Am wow, I correct? Pearl, you, correct. We need a campaign. segment called All Around the World Pearl. <laughs> where in the world is Pearl? <laughs> right? I'm like, where's Waldo? <laughs> yeah, she, exactly. She's yeah. everywhere. Pearl she really is. Everywhere. is. Right. Um, but no, he had, I guess, his kickoff party at the Holiday Inn um, on uh, a university, a Holiday Inn University, I believe, oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. past Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um some say it was or was not well attended. Um, but of course, we, we know that there is just a core group of supporters for Dr. Harrington. Um, and some say he's the only one who can save the city. I don't necessarily, it is of my personal opinion. Considering that some of the things he even mentioned in there about crime and things like that i mean you were there you were he 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 spoke on on his platform the daily Miffian reports that Mm. he spoke on his platform and and things like that um but you know he's just another person that's in the race Mm. and right now for me this race is wide open there is no clear winner clear winner there is no clear winner. Yeah. These people who all of everyone in every race. I think it's wide open I, within about with, with five, like five candidates. You know what? I think Let, it's, I think, I, I'm honest with you. I'm like Tony has always said, there's the dark horse. There's always a dark horse. No, there is someone out there lurking in the dark. He's that within that five. About. Um, he's within there may that not five. be that dark. But what I'm saying is, is that um, there is no 
clear front runner. And I don't. And, and here's the no, thing: I don't. No clear front runner. There's That's no clear sure. front runner. Yeah. The petitions were just pulled last yeah. Monday. I don't care about the straw polls that have been done. I was about saying those. I don't care polls. about that yeah, any. Yeah, you know, at this point. Yeah. So all of that to me is mute. <laughs> this is a wide open race, and whoever the best candidate, hopefully, will win this race but i really encourage all of the candidates don't run on rank name recognition or what you've done previously we need to know what you're going to do now right what can you affect for the people that's right you know and I, I, if, i'm gonna tell you something right now right this is something that i'm not gonna allow to go on this show again when people come on here i'm gonna need some details yeah um the devil's in the details i need to know because we ain't talk, i mean when you come here talking about, yeah i'm here to stop crime how yeah, and that's why it's time because to, you can't talk about crime without talking about education, and that and that's why it's time or poverty. To, even the people, or poverty. even or the poverty. people that's been on, it's time to come on now. Yeah, and come back again. Because come back. Let's I understand early on if you don't want to, because because then what you're doing is building up things for other people to come on their show and, and, and knock down. But now it's time to start spelling it out. Right. right. What are you going to do? Because it's time. We're, we're mm-hmm. in the meat of it. And I think this election will be. I think the voter turnout, however much higher, it's going to be higher because. I think Doc in the race is going to bring a higher turnout. I don't Ooh. think so. I do. Absolutely I do. I don't. And I'm not saying necessarily for him, but either for him or against him, it's going to bring a I'll tell you slightly what, bigger number. Now, this is what we need to Watch do. what I'll tell you by the end. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, we've been tossing this around for a while. If right. Doc doesn't flake out and just decide to go left. We've, but, been, we've, been, we've been tossing yeah. this whole idea around for a while, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we're in the heat of it, and it's just something. And I don't know exactly how we're going to do it, but you know, I think we need to determine. We need to determine how we want to inform people about the candidates. Um, we were talking about maybe doing, uh, you know, a web page with all the ideas of candidates and their platform. Give the people. Give them something to know where these can who these candidates are, and how can you find out? Be more informed, right? Um, because I believe in that. Mm-hmm. Now, something I very disagree with, and it's horrible here in Memphis because you act like you can't get nothing done without someone telling you who to vote for. But even what do they call them thing, the ballots, the ballots, yeah, the right? I think that's ballots or whatever. Yeah, I think that's horrible. You know, ballot. I need a ballot because when they try to give it to me, I almost have to fight you because I don't need a ballot because I've already done my research. Um, don't give me no paper at the board. Yeah, they, they. Ballots so from are, a, go ahead. From a candidate's perspective, and, and starting with the his, history of the ballots here locally, they were significant, important, valuable, and effective because a lot of people who were receiving the ballots and still today were functionally illiterate. And we didn't have all the technology. Can I stop you right there? And we didn't. For one second. We didn't have all the technology. So what they were doing back then versus what they were doing now is not the exact same thing. But people really relied on those <coughs> ballots because we didn't have as many opportunities okay. to know who the candidates were, and you were dealing with the with the literacy okay. piece. But coming from the candidate side, it's a one stop shop. You get to be on the ballot, and then the ballot is going to come with being um, the circulation, the uh, mail out, the poll workers, uh, um, t shirts. You know and it's lunch. coming, right? Yeah. So it's a one stop shop versus that candidate. Okay. 
And I'm gonna pick about gathering about that candidate, gathering all those things mm-hmm. themselves, and it's gonna be a higher price okay. if you're doing it a la carte. Okay. Um, I understand exactly where you're coming from, that pearl. The illiterate part and all that, the uh, the you know the low uh, informational type thing or whatever. But see, this is that what you're saying right now is my problem. Because we have not, you don't do a good job of educating the people in your community about the things that you want to do. You pay to be on these ballots. It's not better if you have a good plan or if you're 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 a good guy or you could be um, trash and still get on the ballot. And because you paid money to get on the ballot, so your 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 whole thing that I don't. I mean, you can do what you want, but I would not pay to be on anyone's ballot because. Your ballot is only because I'm giving you some money to go to the ballot. It's not because I'm the best candidate. Um, but on what I'm saying here, in this in this state we're in right now, we need to push it out there for everyone to understand every candidate. Not just one because you paid me. You know, that you paid me, that's really just paying me to advertise for you. Mm-hmm. That's not a real ballot. I mean, a ballot is something that you come up with that here's the best choices we come up with. Because if you had money or not had money. Uh, one thing I used to admire about um, the Tri-State Defender, right? And I don't think I, I, I don't think you pay to get on their ballot. You may or may not. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I used to, me and Burnell used to talk uh, about the ballot, right? And he said, well, we just kind of get the people that we think that's, you know, we've interviewed. They interview the people. And the Tri-State Defender would put out a ballot. And they put it on there. And maybe they paid. I don't know. But they would put out the ballot. That's something I would trust because it came from a, uh, a news source um, that was world known. Now, all these other, we got the, how many ballots is in this town? I think it used to be about three or four. I know of and three they start or suing each other. <laughs> um, you know. That different people put out. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. and those different people got money from candidates. And what's the cost of it? It can cost, depending I've on seen some, how many they're, they're printing. Roughly be, about, wait, go ahead, Pearl. For the whole package, that could be up to ninety or $100,000. Wow. So it's not that I'm a good guy. It's just I raised $90,000 to give you to be on your ballot. Oh, not to be on the ballot. I'm thinking you were asking about the cost to produce. Oh, no, 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 no. The cost to be on the ballot. To be on that ballot is not It depends on the person's from, ballot. From about four to $8,000. So it's not yeah, free. You're just giving advertisement. That's my whole point. Now, that, let me say something about this. Um, if I was running in an election right now, I would pay to be on somebody's ballot. I would. But I would actively, while I'm on it, and especially when I'm running for office to explain to people what that is. Because I believe the ballots, again, is something I said earlier, what you're doing is taking advantage of low-information voters. You're actually using the system that Pearl described. We're not illiterate anymore. We, I understand where it came from. But now you're using that to win an election but not fix that problem. Right. The reason and you know, you're paying to get on there. People don't know you. You're paying to get on. The only reason you're paying to get on there, because it can get me elected without people having to know me. Right. And if you do and and you know that that's wrong in any election. Right. You know, that's a bad move, a bad choice in any election. And if you know that, then fix the problem. You should be dedicated to fixing that problem because what you want is educated voters. Right. 
So whose responsibility is it to let Memphians know that we have an election coming up in October? Who's, who's it's not no one's responsibility. It is up to the voter. Stop making. See, this is another thing, right? This is what I'm tired of, too. Everybody wants a scapegoat. You're responsible for your own self. Look, look, look at this thing, right? You need to be responsible for yourself. This is not a country where we're supposed to be a, a democratic society, right? Well, in democratic societies, you get to make choices. So you need to be educated and make that choice. Hey, I'd like to know about what's going on in my taxes. I'd like to understand what's going on in my government that rules so much of my life. So to your point, if a person can look up the Grizzly schedule, but they can't think to look up who's running for office, how do we address that? Not, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know how things work in other cities. I do believe that. I never seen a ballot until I came to Memphis. Well, well I'm not talking about the ballot. He, I'm just kind of addressing the question she oh. asked. Who's, you know, who's responsible? First of all, I think that it should be uh, part responsible of the Shelby County Election Commission to inform voters about mm -hmm. very like to play more of an active part. Here's the thing. I was on their website the other day and it's hard to understand some of the information that's on the Shelby County. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not user-friendly. It's me. not user-friendly for the election well, I think commission. It's, it's, it's just you like know what I'm the saying? language they use. But I believe that if you are running for an elected position it here in your. Memphis, mm -hmm. you are responsible for telling the people in the community yep. that you are running for what your platform is. Mm -hmm. Don't just put a sign out there and do rain name recognition way for people to vote for you. And then as we talked about on last thing, when it comes down to uneducated voters, low education voters, and no education voters, people going and just putting the first person that they see mm -hmm. or face. It, it, if you are the candidate, tell me why. I should vote for you in what this change is going to be. So I believe that it is a responsibility of the election commission to do a better job of informing the citizens of elections and who's running. But I also believe that if you want to run, you need to tell me why you run it. And it's a statistical fact that if your name is at the top of the ballot in your race, you'll get votes from just being at the top, from people doing just what you said. There's data to support that. It is that's, that's why you got that. some people change their name to A.A. Ron. You think I would <laughs> if know, I was running? Yeah, my name is Jet A.A.A. Ron, so I want three A's in the front, so nobody you know, going to be. I mean. But, but uh, and also, I think also all candidates, we have to do. A, a little better job. Yeah. yeah, we have. I mean, we, as in us sitting here at this table, though, a little better job at pushing the people we come in contact to with. It may seem like it's self uh, gratitude or self uh, gaining from it. They can they can push us or anybody else out there. Now, I don't know what other shows out there that are constantly doing a local political informational talk. I don't know if there are, then push those too. But each candidate, you really should, if you're interested in your people knowing who's up for vote, what they're about, when is voting, who's, who, all of these things, 
Why aren't you sharing this show? That's correct. Right? Why aren't you pushing this show out there to more people? Because then it then you're doing your job without having to do all of that work. Any type right? of any type of exposure you need to push. And just as an FYI, so you guys understand, we are not like other shows. We do not charge a fee for a candidate to At come all. on we to should. talk about their platform. This is a completely free platform for and any I still need to say official. this too. We don't make any money for doing this show. Absolutely. Either. We good. are doing this completely free. Completely so it ain't like free. we ain't trying to make niggas just want to get rich. Right. We absolutely <laughs> not do. <laughs> but, Whoa. But, but you know, you know back, I do. Could you back that up? I mean, that's at the serious part. That's at the serious at, at the deepest form of hate, right? Self hate or whatever. But no, we're not making any money. We don't for make this. any money. What we're doing is what we're saying. Give the people real information. Let them make choice. You ain't got to say you everything we say is right. You agree with us. But here's where information is. Right. And 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 is that what you want? Right. Or you want to they buy want, a ballot? They, no, they want election. They want entertainment. Right. We're not. We're and not. That's a, why the Grizzlies games are more popular because it's entertaining. Wanna, well, to be honest, to be honest, down by the riverside. To be honest, down the, by the river out. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, during the season, I hear the Grizzlies game times on commercial. I hear it on TV. I hear the ticket sales. I hear the ticket price. I hear the what? The game price. They're putting it out there for you to see. And that's the same thing I'm saying. This is information. A person's choices can only be as good as the information they have. Well, right here, you have information. Right. Give If you want the people to have information, then do it. And, and it ain't got to be just us. Like I said, we don't get paid. I don't get paid. It ain't got to just be us, whoever is out there. Giving this kind of information on paid. political information and things like that. I almost, sure. I almost kind of felt like that was a shot towards me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? I was like, yeah. we are not getting paid. <laughs> we are not oh, getting oh, paid. Oh, oh, that, that, 118, no. look, y'all ain't going to strike and look. have my mama in here on me. No. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> look, look. Hey, when we can get paid, I will take mm-hmm. a payment. But I guarantee you, you'll see me doing I'm something. I'm going to call Karen. Doing something. Get paid. You'll see me doing something with the... Um, with the paycheck or whatever, and this this information will grow larger and larger and be the same benefit. Though, watch what I tell you. You know what I'm saying. So, so that 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 there is that. But uh, no, nah, there wasn't no shout out to. <laughs> we a- ain't get paid. She beats us. <laughs> <laughs> what did uh, people say when Kurt Frank did this song? Uh, the reason why I sing. <laughs> Because he makes me sing. <laughs> you know what? Okay, one last thing that we need to talk about, though, is the green. Oh, well, I got the sing on the show. Oh, oh my God. Green, wow. green Law. The Green Law uh, Review. Green Law Law. What is it? It was uh, the Green Law Community Center. It was the Green Law. It was, it was not. It was the Green Law Not Detention Center. Right. It was Green Law Not Detention Center for juveniles who were. So it was the juvenile abatement program that. Did the, did the DA have anything to do with that? We'll have him and on. That, and that's We're, my com- That's another question. That, that's my commentary on this. When I watched that meeting. So set it up. You've got to tell them about the, the Green meeting. Law Detention. Somebody else set that up because I'm finding it hard to describe. So it, it was. So what it was, it was the Green Law Community Center. Uh, MPD uh, um, MPD director <laughs> CJ Davis and um, the city council person what's her name? Pearl, District 7 or Michael over and, the crime Michael committee. Michael Pearl, you in there? 
Easter? Michael and Easter. And, and, and the Michael other girl. And Easter. She's Thomas. District 7. And, and then Rhonda Logan. Rhonda Logan, yeah. She's right. over the, the Crime and Safety Committee for the City Council. So they had a meeting last week at Greenlaw Community Center to talk about the juvenile abatement program. The gist of it is they were going to use this community center as a quote-unquote holding Detention facility. Detention mm-hmm. uh, Holding facility. We're bringing that back. For... Uh, juveniles who violated the curfew. curfew. So they're going to lock them up in there? So, of course, the community had some pushback on this. <laughs> and Good for them. Good, and, Is and, that Charlie Caswell's area? No. Yeah. Uh, Is it? That's no. a green law. It may be. It, wait a minute, let's, be, but he, I, I don't, I don't know if he was there. As or a not. county commissioner, I, I think. So anyway, so we, anyway, um, so apparently during this meeting, and this was supposed to take place in June at some point in time, become effective mm-hmm. in June, but MPD did a one eighty, and was like, oh, we didn't say that. We just said that this was. "Quote unquote proposed," so we still do not understand what's going on with this juvenile abatement program. Why would you even propose something a detention center to lock up kids in? See, they don't call it a detention center; they call it a holding facility. Until they can get your mom and them there. But the reason you do it is because okay, I got questions. Did did you have barbed wire? Did you have fences? They don't. Ha- I do not know what equipment was being provided at this location because now they have the like the signage. From my understanding, what I was told, they took, so they took the signage down. Um, so we do not have any additional information on what this juvenile abatement program is going to look like. So that was the meeting last week. The community pushed back. MPD MPD did a 180. So we really can't answer the questions in regards to that. See, this is the most dangerous part of all of this. The don't know? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's not the dangerous part. The dangerous part is the conversation having not on the mic. Mm. Yeah, not in public. Because if you're talking about, well, we'll set up this community center as a holding area, detention center, slash, what other conversations are we having? And she, she as much as said that was. What that was, it got out. It was something we were talking about that should have never been right. got out. So they were having some conversations that we weren't supposed to be privy to at the time, and it got out. What that was now... I'm not now, sticking CJ, up for her. Now, is CJ Davis saying this stuff? She, she, oh, she was horrible. Uh, there's been a lot of PR misstep this time. Okay, it's, it's, that it's, was one. That was one. Uh, I like CJ. I, I'm not there. I'm not that person. But this here has knocked her down a pig um, because the way she was handling Because, and honestly, when I listened to this, I went in thinking she really didn't say exactly that. That's what she meant, but she didn't. She did not come out and say that clearly. That in that, but her excuses or reasons she gave and what it was and what not mean that's that's what she meant, right? Because she double talked and backtracked, and she sat there with a smirk on her face that if she had a PR person, somebody would have told her not to do that. Uh, because it looks like you not only did you not want to be there, you didn't really value these people. Their thinking. That was the look. And I, I kept looking at it to see maybe that's just a sitting face, a resting face. But then some other movements she made, you know, I'm sitting there watching. She was looking not disengaged, but 
like waiting to get her like okay hurry up and so i'm gonna tell you what i'm doing right you know like it's about what she's doing until she was put back on her heels i don't know i didn't like her whole visit but i do want to say this she had no business there in the first place the police because what what this has morphed into what the community needs the police ain't set up to do that the police shouldn't be doing that and that's not their See, job you, that's where you're missing them that's mm-hmm. where i said that you guys are missing the point there are bigger forces at work here mm-hmm Right now, I will tell you, people are calling. People are calling for a stop to this violence. Yep, and you're not understanding what is happening in these rooms that you are not privy to, or I'm not. Privy and that's where that conversation and, and, comes and, from. And I'm not privy to either. Yeah, but, that but, but that's what's what, happening that's is that people with from. the money you and the businesses and the property they're complaining because they don't want their stuff to be. Everybody's damaged. complaining. I'm complaining too. But there's see, you can't say what I can't say. If you can say what's happening in rooms that we're not in, I want to know how you know that mm-hmm. because I'm I've been. So in you're in room. those rooms. So tell me what's going on in the rooms. Then I want to hear what's the conversation like. So. The meeting that I was in, there were community stakeholders, activists, business holders, business owners, um, D.A. Mulroy. And, and that's the room you think they're having a the real conversation in? Can I finish? I'm just asking a question. Okay, so in that meeting, there were people there who were in those other meetings. And what I shared with you is what they shared the concerns from the real power brokers in the city. Their uh, concern about their property, their businesses, mm-hmm. tourism, the things mm-hmm. surrounding their money, their livelihoods. That's what they're concerned about. Those things being Shouldn't every citizen in this community have that concern? And, and I think the misstep happened when you, not that room, but the room that those people came from, you made a mistake and regurgitated that out of your mouth with a solution and you forgot your audience. You forgot you got more than just these people who were telling you the problems and these people who got to live. This, is, this goes back to what I said earlier. This is all going to go back to what I said about voting. Everyone in this county, everyone in the city or the surrounding area, I just covered, Shelby County covers a lot of areas, should be all of our concerns. There should not be someone in a room deciding my fate. You don't get to do that because Kelly Price itself pay taxes. Mm-hmm. You don't get to make those decisions. I should have the same communication to my representative you do. And my voice in those policies, and I mean policies, not law, policies have the same effect. I guarantee you that. And you pay. And then let me say this. So, but, but, but even having, see, if we're electing people that do that, I'm not talking about uh, elected officials. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. Because those people you're talking about can't enforce those policies. Okay. All right. Okay. They can force. But, um, they can force so them. going they back to the meeting, the people, they can enforce the people <laughs> that we have elected. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm going with all this, yeah. and that's how they enforce. And that's yeah, yeah. So Councilman, Councilwoman Michael Easter Thomas for that district, District 7, where Greenlaw is um, located, she is quoted as saying to, they want to ensure accountability on all sides that, that a detention center does not happen 
at the Green Law Community Center, unquote, and she wants it to be a collaborative effort bringing some different things together to include activity and attendance reports from Green Law to be presented at council meetings to publicly show activities, identify organizations and service providers to serve the Green Law and Uptown community and have them approved by MPD for community center use, redirecting $250,000 to go directly towards community-led activities supported and hosted at the Green Law Community Center. So she's saying I'm in that $250,000, if the funds, the funds if approved in our budget Can that I? we vote on by June 27th, they'll be available to support organizations and service providers can we get, can, can for we, that area. Can we just start with the smoke and mirrors? Jesus Christ. You know, this is what kills me about all of this. Hmm. It's constant smoke and mirrors. Hmm. You know what? People do what they know to do. I'm good. They need to know something else to do. I'm done. And, and, if you do and the if you, same thing, you're going to get the same result. And if you go back and listen to that, what came out of that was what the people really want is a plan that I've put four years ago. It seems like they saw it, and then that's what they're they're trying to get to. That's even what Chief Davis said when she said, no, this wasn't going to be a detention center. This was going to be this kind of facility. Remember the school thing? I was talking about Lifetime Fitness Center where they trained and all that. And so that seems like that's what they want to get to, but it won't work in something as small as Green Law, right? And then, it, 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 it's not how, effective. Okay, tell me, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. How did you just pick Green Law? Uh, because it's been used and underutilized and closed and open, and everybody's trying to get a hold to that, right? Even the nonprofits that were there, they wanted it directed to through them and their their business for their use. Sir, where's Green Law located at? Green Law is located right next door to Uptown. It's 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 <laughs> kind of north in the northern part of Uptown, but there Bear, it's, Water, an, New Chicago, it's an area where there's Menendez. new development taking place. Can keep going, Pearl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I mean. You guys are, for God's sake, do you not ever just see it? I cannot be the only person that sees it. What happened? Where's the highest crime rates at? So you're telling me is you're not going to put systems in place in Hickory Hill. You're not going to put places in, 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 in the other bad areas of town. And that, oh, I didn't see. Hold on a second. Hold on. Let me finish. So you trying to tell me you're not going to do nothing up there in Douglas at that community, uh, Bitford Community Center. But Greenlaw is closest to downtown where here, the whole me, idea started can, about the curfew you, and all can of that. We, can we let me get my point? Why are we not putting resources where people need resources? That's my whole point. See, Pearl, you're looking at this. I'm going to tell you something, right? And I'm going to be honest with you. You're looking at this as your point of view, as you're a politician. That's your opinion. I'm gonna state my opinion. Okay, and, and, and you're and, welcome and, to and, that. And I am stating my opinion. But but, but if I'm, I'm coming with a, data, data is care. not an opinion. You Pearl, got data, I'm, and you have an opinion. Pearl, I'm telling you facts. When you look at the crime rate in Hickory Hill, and in Douglas area and Bitford Community Center, so why are we not putting resources in those areas? Now, anybody got an answer for that? And I shared something from the Daily Memphian, oh, I don't and you're care saying what, that it's my opinion. I'm, I'm sharing telling you right information now, can anyone tell the me, discussion. Can anyone tell me why? 
We are not putting resources in them areas. They got to get to it. I think we need. I think the only people that can answer those questions are the are the elected officials that we put in place that that we elected. They have to. They have to be accountable. So you answer saying, So you have data showing that, that there are no resources going. Anywhere that, That's oh. what I was getting ready to say Because what's going to happen oh, is, no the is that your The elected official is going to tell you well, We started this program And it's just I tell you what we do It's just Because we're right during We're doing budget season now let's take a look at the budget I tell you what we're going to do better than that Because just because you got a budget Don't mean the money going where it says it's going That's true but that's but where on, it starts let me, let So me, we can have a discussion no, 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 around no. that The discussion we're going to have Is we're going to go on the ground and I'm going to show you. See, numbers, one thing I know about numbers, because you know what? One thing about me, I'm a math major and a history major. See, I know numbers. See, I can make numbers. Same here. So I know numbers. Pearl, me and you can't be the same on everything. And I'm, and I'm not. I'm a so, history but major, the, but numbers but the, ain't my but thing. But the problem is, we're going to go find out what programs they got in Bifford. But I know Negroes, i tell you that. And I know one thing. People said numbers don't lie, but you can make numbers say whatever the hell you want them to say. Booyah. Yeah, exactly. See, like I said before, <laughs> I talk from real standpoint of real people. See, that's what real people do. We talk about real things. And the crime rate in Hickory Hill is out of control. I watched right up the street, wow. th- three blocks up here, where other, uh, two weeks ago, where these jokers running from somebody out of an apartment building, ran into another car. Mm. It's out of control. I live you in You see it. what I'm saying? Where are the resources for Hickory Hill? Where are the resources for Cordova? Uh, uh, Parkway Village. Um, <laughs> these, I mean, these areas have grown way worse than what uh, Hurt Village used to be uptown and, and Smoky City and all of that. Right. You know, you, know, you can look at the meetings and, and see all No, of you can look at the crime data. Right. I was talking say, about data. Look right. at the data on that. So I think that um, because we are out of time today, that I think that we should do another show where we look at the health of Memphis again and look at what these crimes statistics and data that have been showing over the past few months since we did it last yes you know so that's what i'm thinking mm-hmm. and you can go to the websites for the community centers and it'll show you what they offer the various programs mm-hmm. activities hey, are, y'all da- are y'all down for a field trip I'm, I'm, I'm always down for, for a field, field trip. If y'all down for a field trip, I want to take y'all on a field trip. But what okay. I what I noticed is what the, what people off on paper looks different. It's like you know when you see these schools that say optional school, greatest. Blah, 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 then you I go, just I just then when you go into the school, well, it's a mess, right? Oh, like, we're, I don't know what the criteria is to gain these accolades, y'all. But, we <laughs> are going to have to have a show on schools. We are, we, yeah, most definitely. We're, we're going to talk about. Uh, Memphis City, I mean, uh, Shelby County School System. We're going to talk about these charter schools. We're going to talk oh. because, oh, my gosh, I have a personal story to Everybody's show. Everybody's getting money off the back of these Everything babies, that these they say is suffering. gravy is not it's gravy. Not. I heard one brother on the radio who I respect in the community, who does work in the community, African Village. Boy, my kind of guy. But he called them children evil and who out of control. What are you talking about? I ain't gonna, I, I don't we'll wait. We're gonna, names, we but, gonna hold yeah, that until yeah, our, I mean, our school. And I mean, this brother's down. If, if if he's getting tired to the point where he look at view children like that, who child? I, I'm telling you, yeah. I wish I could homeschool mine, but I ain't got the patience. You know, I, and I love teachers. Don't get me wrong, but and because they they do an awesome job in some areas, but 
that's all the time we have for today. And we're gonna don't forget we're taking a field trip. We're gonna take a field trip. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a field trip. We're gonna take a field trip. We're gonna really plan some things because um you know it's really important that we try to inform people as much as possible. But here's the thing, you know, just like you said, we need people who listen to this show to share with their friends and other people because we are trying to create a platform that keeps people informed about various things. But And if you got decent stuff and you my friend on Facebook, you see I share everybody's ish if it's if it's information. You don't right. share my audition. Now we know, you know, we ain't down by the river. Tag me. <laughs> I tried not to cause then the matter right, picked right. up and all I got on my page right. is rivers. Thank you for listening. Um, we greatly appreciate it. You've been listening to 901 Voices and Votes Podcast brought to you by 118 Media. And as always, if it looks like we're getting smaller and smaller, because we're getting farther and farther away. Holla. I double that. <laughs> this has been a 118 Media production.